All right. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Sticks Golf Tournament Recap Show. Um, Patrick Cantley gets it done again at the BMW. Pretty impressive. Got really lucky on 17, didn't hit in that bunker. Sam Bennett, an absolute dog with an awesome final match in the USAM. If you didn't catch that, definitely go watch that. Uh, yeah, just really, really good golf. We've got a couple little announcements from the Sticks crew. One very important one from Dusty. And yeah, and then we're just looking forward to the Tour Championship. So it's a really, really good pod. Hope you guys enjoy, and we will see you next week. Gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Sticks Golf Tournament Recap Show. We are joined via car from Dusty. We're not going to have video, so he might chime in every once in a while. And then Rosie, Trey, with a new haircut, and uh, myself. (laughs) Yourself with a new haircut as well. You look great. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Also, uh, this this week's podcast is brought to you by Kindred Spirit. Oh, God. Mm. We're we're overflying. Tom's Tom's screen just goes black. (laughs) That's a Richmond beer. Oh my God. I literally, I'm sitting in beer. I'm sitting in beer right now. Um, No, no, we're good. Um, Rosie, what are you having? A little red wine. That's, that's, that's become my go-to for Monday nights. Um, I don't think we ever made an official announcement. There's a very specific reason why Dusty is in the car right now. Oh, it's true. Dusty, right, this yeah. is public, right? Can you make the official yeah, announcement public, for this yeah. for the sticks audience? Oh. Press release came out today. I'm uh, I've taken the assistant job at UVA. Um, I'm be the assistant to Bowen Sargent, and uh, got the number one player in the country, Ben James, coming in from. Uh, he just played in the Travelers Championship recently, and then a really really good player, Brian Lee from Fairfax, uh, Northern Virginia kid. Just shot 59-60 a couple days before coming to school. Jesus. So, How about yeah, that? the team back the team's going to be – yeah, two days in a row. He had a putt for uh, – he shot 59, and then he had, a, I guess, about a 12-footer to shoot 59 again oh, and missed it. In a tournament um, or just – No, no, just that is – We would have heard about course. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sick. So, super pumped. Like, great time for me to jump in. And, like, the team's going to be really, really good. And, it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And, um, you know, uh, I'm, I'm pumped and, uh, can't wait to get going. So yeah, I'm on the road. I'm going to new, I'm driving to New Jersey. I'm in the bumfuck Pennsylvania right now, uh, <laughs> going up to watch kids that I think were born in like 2000 and four, five, 2006, I think. Oh my like, God. Like that's 2024. 2024 uh wow. graduating class dusty that they were born school, while so. but they were born while you and i were playing college golf <laughs> that's correct yes so feeling a little old today driving up but uh yeah no 
thank you guys. I'm congratulations. Yeah, yeah, thanks. That's awesome. Um, Shout out to a uh, former junior golf friend of mine, Jimmy Massey, just got the assistant pro job at or assistant coach job at uh, Maryland as well. Mm -hmm. That's right. So he came from UVA and then John Phillips was the assistant at UVA and took the uh, took the head coach at head coach uh, of Maryland. Oh, so. got- oh wait, so Jimmy's <laughs> working for John? Yeah, Jimmy's working for John. That's yeah. sick. I didn't know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Did uh yeah. Did, does anybody know if did Coach Rody get uh get canned or did he leave? Had to have I'm not him. sure. Who who? Oh uncoach? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I should have asked you that. I should have asked that. That's great. We've got uh some great connections with some of the mid Atlantic division one college programs now. So yeah, Love it. Yeah. Congrats, Dusty. Um, good deal. Well, Rosie, I know that uh, you played a little bit of golf last weekend. I did. I played in the Valentine Invitational, which is a really a regional event here in uh, Richmond, Virginia, at Hermitage Country Club. A couple of th- couple of things worth noting that I think are really cool about it. I know Dustin's played in it. I don't know about you guys, Tom and Trey, but it's a it's a member. I'm I'm sorry. It is a player run tournament in the best sort of way. Um, you know. Jordan Utley, Ben Kiefer, Brent Holston. They just do a fantastic job. Will McElwain um, set up the putting contest on Saturday afternoon. I think the beautiful part about it is they've got a great staff there. The, the golf staff led by Craig Cowns is incredible. Um, and they set up an uh, just an awesome three days at Hermitage. But like I said, it's a player-run event when it really comes down to it in terms of the tournament committee. So I think they do all those little things right and add all those little special touches to make it just a really cool weekend. So shout out to everyone involved to make the uh, Valentine happen. It's truly my favorite tournament of the year. And um, it was another good one. I had a very average uh, sort of weekend myself, um, 72, 73, 74. So good thing we were done after Sunday or it might've been a 75 on Monday. <laughs> it was uh, not trending in the right direction, but Hey, Hung in there, had a good time. Um, and yeah, you guys played in the Valentine. Have you had a good experience there as well? Uh, I actually never played in the Valentine. I played in the junior Valentine. I've never actually played in the actual Valentine. That's that's unbelievable. Yeah, that's kind of I, I don't know how I think it was because every year when I was went to tech, like it was like it was when the week that we would go back to school. So I don't yeah. think I ever played in it. It's really it's a it's and and this has sort of gone back and forth a little bit. There was a period of time where they did try to get yeah. a lot more college players involved, but now there's really a focus on just making it an, an elite regional mid-am event. Um, Jordan Utley in particular told me he's really working on, out, you know, he he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's making <laughs> outreach he to, well, he, yeah, right. he's sort of part of the player experience committee and he's working on, uh, and we had several guys from uh, West Virginia, Cam Rem. I got to play with the first day. Great, great player, former West Virginia uh, am champ. Um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of, you know, they're trying to elevate it, but also keep the identity at the same time. So. Yeah, it's a phenomenal event. I've played in it quite a bit, actually a two-time champion. Uh, uh, I thought you'd won it. I thought you'd won it, but I wasn't, I couldn't hey, remember hey. for sure. That's awesome. You guys ever played? Oh, we played. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and then if it wasn't for COVID, I would have been a three-time champion because uh, Mark Lawrence played one year and he should have been at school and whatever. So anyway, great <laughs> event. You finished second, and uh, <laughs> yeah, I did to him. So oh, um, love that place. Like it's just such a great vibe. Like you're saying, John. It's and and to have Jordan Brent 
Ben all behind it. That's mm-hmm. that's awesome. Those guys will continue to do a great job. So, yep. And congrats to my fellow Lakeside Park Club member Brandon Ramsauer. He won the event at eleven under. Played absolutely phenomenal. Shot a sixty-eight the first day on Sabbath. Um, then we go. We went over to the mannequin course on Saturday, and he put up a sixty-four. And then held on um, with a 73 yesterday uh, on Sunday to win it by two over Jordan Utley. So, congrats to Brandon. 64s are pretty good. Very good. 64s are pretty good. Um, before we move on to uh, professional professional golf, I want to talk a little bit of mini tour golf. Shout out uh, Connor Burgess wins his yeah. first professional event ever uh, at the G Pro that yours truly also played in and missed the cut. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that golf course was set up so fucking hard. Like the greens were running like 16 and a half downhill. It was crazy, but he played unbelievable. He played flawless golf. Um, so yeah, shout out to him. And that's back to back wins for Hokie alums on the yeah. pro tour, which is yeah, pretty Mar- great. Marky won the week before. Um, so yeah, Hokie's Hokie golf is strong, strong. Dustin Hokie golf is strong. Yeah. 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 I hear you. <laughs> uh all right well i don't know about you guys but i was glued to the tv uh sunday with pga tour and the usam i don't know about you guys it was awesome i watched it great great viewing sunday yeah i mean the usam was just phenomenal I, I was watching it all day on my phone kind of bummed they didn't have more coverage i feel like they could have i was watching it on peacock and there weren't even ads so i guess they i don't know i don't know what's going on with that they uh they definitely could have had at least like, you know, the, the front nine of the, uh, or the back nine of the morning match, but it was, it was awesome. I mean, went to the last hole and that's all you can ask for. Yeah. And bit, I, a bit of a collapse, but also like a bit of just like kind of a lot of missed putts. I was surprised about how many putts they missed down the stretch coming. coming. The one spot I would love to go back to was the par five on, uh, I don't, I don't know what hole they it is. Both just knocked it out of bounds. Like they both hit it out of bounds. Fuck. How? Oh. I mean, <laughs> You, you have one job. As Ben Carr, you have one job, and it's not to hit it out of bounds. That's if it. That ball's, if that ball's left of the flag, you're a moron. I mean, yeah. that's like – Lay up also. How about that? Let's <laughs> just hit a seven iron. <laughs> I mean, that's – that was that was one of the most – and there was a lot of chatter that, like, he hit too fast. Like, the the, the Colt Nose and them were going back. By the way, coverage was phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. Colt Nose is the GOAT, dude. He's yeah. – I mean, he and Smiley on the course, and then whoever it was in the booth, they were great. But uh, I agree because they, they, they kept Colt Nose. Yeah, Smiley is really good. Yeah, and he's doing a nice job because Colt Nose um, personality rip, but um, Smiley was he was keeping it by the book, but he was doing a good job. He was probably a little nervous. That's definitely the first time he's ever done that. No, he's done some on course reporting before. Has he? Not yeah. like that level. Not where he's like. On the whole Maybe not running the show, but he's done it on the PGA Tour before. I know that. He's, okay. he's been dipping his toes in. Yeah, I'm happy to see it for him. I know, obviously, he, it's been well documented. He won a PGA Tour event way back in, what, 2014? And then, of course, it's been a, a rough road playing ever since, uh, really battling a, a serious slump for a few years there. But, hey, I always thought, like, man, he'll probably either find a bag and just, you know, work for a successful tour player or go to TV. And it looks like the TV route's going to work out great for him. I wonder if he's still got the lifetime supply of Natty Light. No, no shot. No? (laughs) So? I wanted to touch Um, on uh, all the underdogs that made a deep run in the event. Kind of reminded me of your boy, Mark Lawrence. Uh, It was was, uh, 
you know, talked about a lot when Mark made his run at Riviera five year, five or six years ago that uh, he was outside the top 300 in the world. Well, Alex Price from Christopher yeah. Newport Division Three school here in Virginia was 1,200 and something in the world and made it all the way to the quarter. So that was pretty phenomenal. Um, and then I, I did love Sam Bennett's comment. Did you guys see that about uh, yeah. saying he was the dog? Yeah, we yeah. posted that on the story. That was hilarious. Awesome. And he so, won. And he backed it up. <laughs> I was thinking, man, he might have just jinxed himself there. But no, nope, he backed it up. Dude, yep. some of the tee shots that he hit yesterday oh, were gross. fucking awesome. I was going to say, I wanted to go back to him. because. So because he he didn't really choke and Ben didn't really get because like that was such an odd match to where like he could have definitely blown that and lost and Ben also definitely could have won it there he could have I mean he had, he had a couple of putts there at the end where he, if he made either of them he would have won or at least he would have gone to extra holes but I mean that was he just held on like he he was up to such a big lead and just didn't just didn't blow it he had he kept hitting great golf shots. five or was it four five up yeah he was five yeah, up five. But I think okay. I think the biggest moment was on nine when Ben Carr stuffed it. Um, he made like a 25 footer in front of him and that was, that was what ended up, I think obviously a bunch of other stuff happened, but that was a pretty big, pretty big spot looking back. Yeah. I can't believe they both hit it out of bounds in that par five. That's, that was, that's that was actually one of the craziest things I've ever watched. What they were saying was before we redirected to the commentary, I was, well, since I redirected us to the commentary for my own sentence, but we, like they didn't tell him the ball was out of bounds. He didn't know the ball was out of bounds. I guess that's well, what they're literally like, hit. Sam Bennett or whatever that his name Bennett literally said immediately after he hit it that's out of bounds. Yeah, I don't know. I guess that maybe they did know, but I think maybe Ben Carr was just like, because if he makes par, he wins the hole 100 percent of the time. 100 percent of the time, he makes he makes par, he wins the hole. Yeah, my first thought there is like the caddy, like just having been a pro caddy, like. That caddy's got to be on it was a Will Wilcox. Will Wilcox. I know, and he's played on the PGA Tour, and I know Will's had his struggles or whatever, but, man, that has got to be right away. Hand him the seven iron, hit it down the fairway, get it on the green, and two – I mean, it just is such a – such a – like, you're – you know, Ben's just so nervous. He's probably not thinking straight. He wants to hit fast, get it up there. Like, that's where the caddy plays such a huge role, and – and I'm not, you know, I'm not doubting Will. Like we, we played with him when I was out on tour. He's such a great guy and super talented. I mean, one of the most talented guys we ever played with. Um, but man, that is, that's a, that's such a huge turning point in the match and hole and everything. So anyway, that was sort of my first thought was like, Will had to be right on him quickly to just say, Hey, that ball's gone or, or, or whatever, or at least check with an official or, um, just kind of slow down in that moment was sort of, sort of what I was thinking. But absolutely, I mean that was just unbelievable that 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 didn't happen. I mean, if he makes two good sweats, think about how how deflating that's going to be if you're Sam Bennett. Just rope one out of bounds. He just hits two normal shots, beats you on the hole. And now now he's only one down or two down at that point, and then he still mounted a little more of a comeback even even after not winning that hole. It's that he I think I think Ben Carr would have absolutely won if he had just hit it in play well dude think yeah, about crazy. how happy sam bennett was like after pumping one ob like oh shit so did he awesome there, he was fired up he had a great chip <laughs> he must have been the happiest human like of all time but yeah i don't know that was that was awesome i i, I love so yeah. wait i have a question um what are the what are the like the things there are they both getting into augusta are they one yeah. of them augusta Yes, the, the winner and the runner-up. Okay, so they're, they're both going to Augusta, and then and they both go to the U.S. Open and okay. the British. Both go to the British and the British. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's the same. Oh. It's the same. It's all the same exemptions, but you don't win the tournament, obviously. Right. Right. But they kept saying like the likely. So I wonder what. Yeah. Did you, did you guys? Oh. Know this? <laughs> They're like, he probably will get an invitation. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. Exactly. I think they so, put that on there before, and Augusta was like, "Well, well, well, not if they act a fool on national television." That's, that's pretty much it. I've always seen it worded like that, and I've yeah. kind of heard it explained before, where it's like they reserve the right not to extend the invitation, and it it's not an automatic. However, they've never not extended an invitation to someone who's been in that position. So, yeah, yeah basically, as long as you don't act a fool, you'll get yeah, you'll, you'll you'll get I a like piece that, of mail. Though. I like that. I like they did that. <laughs> That the same with the yeah. PGA Tour win? Is that is that how all Masters spots? Um, I think those right are automatic, win? but I know with the U.S. Mid-Am, uh, obviously the winner gets an invite, and they use that same language. It's like a likely invitation. Likely invitation to the Masters. Fair play. Yeah, it almost feels like those semifinal Saturday matches are bigger in some way, just for the kids. Like, right. if you lose, if you lose that day, like you had a great tournament, but you don't have shit to show for it. If you win that and get to the finals, holy cow, like your life changes, you know, you get to play three right. major championships. So those matches and some like, obviously winning is huge and whatever, but in my mind, just as a player, like if you win on Saturday, that is, that is it. Like it's, you've done it. <laughs> it's the ultimate consolation prize. There, there's yes, no better yes, consolation absolutely. prize you could possibly ask for. Great way to put it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree with that. All right, PGA Tour time. Uh, Patrick Cantlay wins back-to-back BMW championships. Scott Stallings cannot win unless he's fat. Um, Adam Scott is a dog. He is a dog. He's still very good at golf. I saw a meme on on Instagram the other day saying that actually I don't think Adam Scott's golf swing is as good as everyone says it is. That guy should die. Um, uh, Corey Connors and Taylor Pendrith are very, very good at golf. Love seeing the Canadians. Uh, yeah. And that's kind of, that's it. And then obviously Scotty Scheffler is just really, really good at golf, but, um, uh, people good at golf. Yeah. I, I just think that Scott Stallings needs to get fat again. You I know, think that's, he, that's gotta be tough for him to hear. Obviously he's listening. Um, obviously <laughs> works so hard on his, like, I don't think he, I don't, I think he'd rather be healthy and never win again and just maybe, maybe stay on tour. That's fair. Like, that's fine if you want to go that route, but like, I don't know. I liked him when he was tubby. He was cute. He was kind of. He was, yeah. kind of like, he was much better at golf. Winnie the Pooh. He looked like Winnie the Pooh. He's now he's like sponsored by his workout. I mean, he's he's absolutely ripped, which is insane. He's ripped. He's the, he looks like a linebacker. Yeah. His transformation was, in my opinion, well, I was gonna say it was crazier than Bryson's. Bryson's was ridiculous. No, but it was. He probably went from the like. Actually, you know what? No, I would say that his was crazier than Bryson's because he yeah. went from like, dude, he, he was from like 260 to like 160. Dude, I remember like it was an interview like uh, that he was like, he went to a doctor and he was like, yeah, like you're going to die. Yeah. Like you need to do something like now about it. And they yeah. did. No. Dustin, yeah, did you ever caddy or play with it? You guys ever play with him and you were caddying on tour? Yeah, absolutely. So I was just going to say when I was caddying, that was like right when he started. And so like, it was people would say like, you should see this guy in the gym. He is a motherfucker. He is upside down doing push-ups on the wall. Like you just can't believe screaming in the gym, like just the craziest shit you've ever heard of drinking all kinds of weird juices. And I, so I don't know, like, I mean, to finish second, in the you know, second round of FedEx playoffs, like that's pretty, pretty good in my book. And I would, I would take that if that's, what working out brings you. Uh, but I hear you. I mean, how many, God, he won, he won three or four times. 
three or four uh, times before he before he started working out. I think so. Uh, but he's super nice guy. Like couldn't be nicer to the caddies. He treated everybody great. Um, so I root for him and whatever he's got to do. Uh, so for the record, I am joking. I like the record. I am joking. I hope this Josh Stallings just wins as a skinny person, but until he does, I will continue to make comments, <laughs> which you can, for sure. which I, which I will do. Um, yeah, but, uh, Ro- or I was going to say, Dusty, do you have any, uh, thoughts or picks for the tour championship next week? Um, I mean, how do you not pick <laughs> Shuffler? I mean, I don't know. He's just so, so fucking good. I don't know. Um, that's, that's who I'd go with. Just I mean, with the staggered, yeah. And, yeah, just, you know, I haven't looked at odds. So with this new, just real quick with this new gig, I'm not allowed to gamble on, uh, on golf. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so six picks will continue, yes, but yes, it will not yeah. be yeah. through. Someone else will be doing it. It, it will not be through. Right. It yeah. will not be so awesome. it'll probably right. be Trey, and we'll see a lot of Sung JM and <laughs> whoever <laughs> else he likes. But, uh, We're investing in Korea, gentlemen. <laughs> Korean <laughs> futures only. Um, Tom will be throwing um, out made, Tom, Tom will be throwing out made cuts picks for Ricky yeah. on the corn, corn fairy time. tour in a couple no, no, years. No. I'm just gonna do the missed cut pick, miss, missed cut pick every week. That's gonna be my pick. Um, be, uh, but also, like I love Cantlay. It seems like Cantlay is one of those guys that just plays really good in stretches. When he's hot, he is gonna like. I'd bet my ass that he's gonna be right there at the end on Sunday. You know, it just kind of feels like that. So do we? Have actually, those are, you know. That's really lucky, but that's what I'd go with. Do we have any news on if Will Zalatoris is going to play next week? Because he pulled out. This- uh, he's yeah, he's planning to. Um, it's, I heard a statement that he's planning on it, so I guess we'll see. Because that's pretty unfortunate. Yeah, I'm looking at like the like the leaderboard, or whatever. It's going to be Sky Shuffler at ten, Patrick at eight, Will at seven, oh, Andrew at oh, six under. I know. By the way, do we hate this format? Because I hate. hate. Yes. Yes. Hate. Hate. You know. You know? I don't hate because I used to think it was absolutely obnoxious when like someone out of the blue would win the, like Brant Snedeker. I was going to say Bill Haas, but Dusty, I didn't say Bill Haas. Uh, when someone <laughs> out of the blue wins the tour championship. And I didn't mind it. Well, yeah, like Justin Rose won the tour sure. champ or won the FedEx cup when Tiger won his big comeback. Yeah. I don't um, mind that either. Championship. I, it being- I, I never minded it. And I thought it was cool. Like occasionally someone would win both. And that was sort of like a special moment. I know it's not ideal, but I never minded having two separate winners crowned on that day. I I totally agree. I f- I absolutely cannot stand this format. I think this format sucks. It I think it cheapens it cheapens to me. It cheapens the FedEx Cup and the Tour Championship both simultaneously. I, agree. I completely yeah agree. yeah. This is bad. It feels live golfish to me. Just oh. Wow, those are fighting for shots fired. Did you guys see the the list of players that were at that media? Yes. Apparently, they're you know that looks like they're pledging their allegiance to the tour. That's exciting because that's like yeah. I, I said it on this on this. Well, no, explain explain this to me. What I didn't see this. Oh, I'll just read it to you. Um, it's uh, I put it on the story earlier. These are the these are the so there was this you know high powered meeting in in Delaware where Tiger and Ricky flew up oh, with oh. the guys playing. Yes, yes, yes. And it just to Trey's point, he can, he can tell the rest. But it's to Trey's all, point, it's, all I was gonna say was it's it's a list of like 20, 22 players, Scheffler, Rory, all, all the tour guys basically. Everyone who, everyone who hasn't left basically that you're hoping won't leave. Like 
Xander, Justin Thomas, Morikawa, Zaltoris, Hovland, Fitzpatrick, Burns, Spieth, Fina, Horschel, Young, Neiman, Homa, Lowry, Hatton, Kisner, Adam Scott, Ricky Fowler, Tiger Woods. Adam Scott was there. He's not leaving. Evidently, I mean, maybe he was a spy, but he, uh, <laughs> Greg, Uncle Greg's spy. Yeah, he was, but I, I, all I was going to say was that list of players right now excites me tenfold. Right. Watch more than absolutely. And, you know, they, um, they seem to really, they're going to be, be putting a proposal on Jay Monahan's desk. They have some ideas on how they can strengthen their product. You know, they, they're talking about a tour within a tour where they're basically what it sounds like. Obviously, none of this is official, um, but no laying up to actually did a, some pretty good reporting uh, inside Intel on it. And sounds like, you know, these guys have sort of come together and agreed that, hey, more more of us, more of the top guys in the world need to be at the same events. You're, you know, week in and week out. Um, so there sort of will be those elite events built into the schedule a little bit more so. And then um, Tiger and Rory made an even more kind of eyebrow raising uh, comment saying they're going to come up with some one day stadium events, which uh, the first thought I had in my mind was um, you guys have probably seen clips of people doing like a top golf esque type of thing in baseball stadiums. And I was like, damn, what if you had like the top 10 players in the world doing a shootout in like Fenway park? Like that would actually be really sick. I said that. Remember that? I yeah, said that'd that be they, sick. Should, they should build. A golf course that has only well, six holes. Imagine this. Six holes, all right? You buy a seat. Every hole is like is like the hole at, at Waste Management, completely stadiumed out, and they just play it three times, and that's 18 holes. Yeah. Like, that, that, probably 30 players do it. I think that idea is – You do the tour championship like that. I that think that idea is phenomenal. I'm just saying like low-hanging fruit, something more realistic for like a year out would be – Hey, let's get these guys together and do some sort of shootout in a existing baseball stadium. Yeah, I'm confused on what that's going to look like. I think it'll just be some made-for-TV, something fun, but something to bolster the PGA Tour and the players and be a great fan experience. Can you imagine getting a ticket to a fifty-thousand-seat stadium and you know? Maybe this is just like the like the fifteen handicap in me, but like I'd be so like if we were just whacking golf balls like in a stadium. Like there better be nets. Not very big. Own a wedge, wedge, like into like someone's getting hurt. Like 350 feet. That's a that's a sand wedge. Yeah, I understand (laughs) that. But if you guys, yeah, I understand that part. Certainly, there's a lot to be seen as to what they're actually planning. But I have seen clips of people doing some fun shootout type style stuff. Yeah, I mean, type of events. There's there's like videos of uh, Phil at like Padre Stadium hitting wedges and shit and. And uh, and then, who was that kid that went to Old Miss? Who hit? He like hit him. Yeah, he like he like whacks yeah. a football through the uprights. That was kind of cool. That's yeah, it. That was that was it. at a game, packed house. Really? Yes. It was. Oh, it was during like halftime, and he just booted it like a thirty-yard field goal with his wedge and made it. <laughs> had to have gotten laid that night. Had to. Had to think. Had to. <laughs> Another thing I've heard, which would be interesting, is that the PGA Tour could just forego its nonprofits. Like. They could mm. they could just become a for profit entity and 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 have take a bunch of private equity money and I believe they the money up and then uh, the players will be paid more on the PGA Tour probably. I heard a report that they that is part of what they're talking about. They could do yeah. it because you don't have yeah. to be a nonprofit to give money away. Right. Like they've raised they raise all this money for charity. You could just do that as a profitable company, and which they oh. obviously are. They definitely just just pile away cash. If they can just whip out all these ideas for oh you know. 15 events with a $20 million purse out of nowhere. 
Do you think a lot of this like <clears throat> stuff we're talking about is going to like kind of come about through the off season? Like a lot Maybe. of stuff. Gonna, yeah. Or do you think it's like years away? No, I th- I don't think it's years away. I mean, I think they were talking about. I saw twenty twenty four mentioned. So okay, so season after next. But yeah, the, supposedly they're going to be putting something formal. You know, like I said to Jay Monahan. So I would imagine once that happens, it won't be too long after that that we'll start to get details on what they're actually proposing. Gotcha. Yeah, and I and I saw some things that like right after the tour championship was going to be kind of a bloodbath for the PGA Tour that. There were going to be seven or eight young guys leaving. Cameron Young, we've seen. Cam Smith certainly seems like he's going. So I think Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, this coming week will be really interesting to see kind of who goes and how how effective this meeting was, you know. Um, so we'll see. That's a good point. You know, on one side, what Trey was talking about, those 22 guys that are all really popular marquee guys are staying. But I did also see someone credible confidently saying there will be seven announcements right after the tour. I was ship not said that. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll right. see. Well, I'll tell you what, there's a whole lot to uh, look forward to this season and uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pumped to for the next season, but right now we've got a guest for our round table coming on. So we're going to have to cut this pod uh, right here. So boys, we will see you next week. Cheers. Cheers.